welcome back everyone to another exciting tea-filled episode of Villa Birds with your two most wonderful, most <laughs> stupendous, most luxurious you love to hosts, do this. <laughs> Anika and Val. Luxurious. <laughs> and Val and That's Anika. That's true. Hi. Before we dive in though, I have some announcements. Ooh. Number one. Number one. You guys, our Twitter is popping. When I'm telling you that Val and I live tweet, I am telling you we live tweet, you guys. We are on fire. We cannot be stopped. The second thing I wanted to say, well, first of all, Twitter, at VillaBirdsPod. Second of all, Instagram, at VillaBirds. The update last time on our Instagram was that creepy Indian men have been asking Val and I for photos. I'm glad to announce that we have moved past that and we've got some British followers. Yes. So hello to our lovely Brits. Yes. You're listening to two American girls talk about your country and your show. Yeah, don't hate on us because uh, I think we are being very respectful of the British peoples. But it's so funny because, you know, follow us at Villa Birds on Instagram. We have a great time. But recently I posted a poll a bunch of polls actually talking about predictions and whatever and um this one character named Gemma this one follower named Gemma only voted on stories about Gemma and I was like oh interesting like maybe she's a fan page nope she's just a girl from the UK named Gemma holding it down for her girl named Gemma on Love Island and I was like okay 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 Gemma see each other I love that I love the support you guys have for each other. I got in a Twitter fight with this girl over Andrew. <laughs> by the way, I'm gonna I'm sharing my phone on the screen right now. This little girl, you know, that's a meme who was vicious. Oh, it is. Yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Know I thought I thought I was arguing with the seven year old. No. Oh my god, guys! I'm so embarrassed. Please excuse my host. I promise she's young and very youthful. But you just really showed your ass. <laughs> that is like the stand Twitter image. <laughs> I did not know that. I thought it was actually a seven-year-old I'm little twit arguing with me about Andrew. I'm fucking dead, dude. I'm dead. You actually aren't allowed to go on the Twitter anymore. <laughs> You're banned. Okay. <laughs> like, it's not for you. It's okay. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. Wait. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Within the first five minutes, I've managed to embarrass myself. I just really... We need to scratch this from the record. We need to keep this low-key. All right. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, low-key. <laughs> um. All right. Well, that's enough for from me <laughs> for today about the socials then, because I think I need to go back to... My senior home over here oh in Boston. Oh, my God. No, so. well, speaking of something very youthful, we forgot to plug the TikTok. Mm. Every day on TikTok, I've been recapping Love Island the day after it airs, guys. I'm really committed. I went to the nail salon yesterday. If you can't tell, I got little, like, Barbie nails. Um, <clears throat> and I watched the show while this girl was doing my nails. And it was super embarrassing because I felt like it was a little rude, but we... We saw each other. We spoke Spanish together. We were vibing. And she was like, oh, my God, I totally get it. Like, whatever. Like, I love my novelas, too. So, like, I'm pretty serious about those. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. As long as you don't think I'm rude. And I tipped her handsomely. But 
all that to say is I do my best to watch the show every single day so that on TikTok at Little Birds, you guys are getting an immediate update and recap of what happened in the latest episode. And so speaking of recaps, let's do a quick little recap. We're not going to delve deep. All right, recap. We're not going to delve quite so deep this time as we've missed. We haven't talked about three episodes so since we last were on air we've missed or we've watched episode three episode four and episode five okay so just loosely at the top of episode three we have two new girls come into the villa the both of them go on a date with liam which is interesting because i thought that they would send two guys to go on the dates with two girls but it's just Liam. They come back. Everybody gathers around the fire pit, gets to know them a little bit. They list their top three. <clears throat> None of their top threes include Liam, which is relevant for day five. <laughs> um, so both of them are a little shitsters. Ekansu is definitely bringing the heat, bringing the drama. Then, on- oh, yeah. yeah. Then on day four, basically, everybody's just getting to know them. Everybody's talking to them. Ekansu's really going in for Davide, which is kind of pushing Gemma off because Gemma really doesn't like Ekansu and really doesn't like that Davide is kind of going in for Ekansu, which pushes Gemma to maybe look in Luca's direction. And then we find out Luca has always liked Gemma and is who he would have liked to couple up with had they paired themselves up at the beginning of the show. Very interesting, okay? We also play a drinking game. Tensions flare. Uh, people are kissing not their couples. Uh, Andrew and Tasha kind of, you know, lock things down, are a little more open with each other. And then at the end of the night, or maybe it's the next day, we find out that there's gonna be a recoupling on the night of day five, okay? And so we're gonna jump into that right now. All the good juicy stuff right now. Thoughts before we do that? I'm excited to get into this juicy stuff. You know it's summertime. I love me some juicy fruits. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> okay, beautiful. <laughs> um. Okay, so I was thinking we could get started in... Order of irrelevance. Order of most to least, no, least to most drama. drama. Okay, so would you agree that Akena and India are kind of the least drama? <laughs> I will say <clears throat> one thing about Akena and India. Hmm. First of all, I don't know if he likes her. I don't. I can't tell. He's saying like, I want to be friends. Like. I want to. I want her to be one of the boys first, and I totally get that. I'm here. I'm like the stand-up person right now for ensuring that friendships are taken seriously, and that is the foundation before you pursue anything else. Yeah. But it kind of. I don't know. Like when Akena and India were laying together, and he was like, "Oh, like my arms falling asleep," and India was like so sweet to him. She was like trying to make him feel better, and he was just being a little bit of like a brat. I just got really turned off from him. Um, also, quick side note. I don't know if you... Of course you did. You caught when Akenna was like, oh, I like Paige. 
what? Yeah, that was very sly. Um, I think this the last run of episodes kind of had some shocking revelations that maybe the editors didn't think were relevant at the top of the week mm-hmm. that have now come out at the bottom of the week. For example, Luca being into Paige the or Luca apparently not being into Paige the entire time and being into Gemma the entire mm-hmm. time and McKenna being into Paige. I'm like, hello, why was none of this revealed earlier? Because now I feel like I'm confused and it's interesting because in one of McKenna and India's chats where they chat about everything except for themselves, really, India's like, oh, yeah, I don't know why Davide's mad about the whole Gemma thing. Like, we all knew he liked Gemma. I'm like, um, we didn't know. Um, but, yeah. Right. So, I don't know what that's about. I agree that I don't think McKenna likes India, which is truly a shame. But I don't, I don't, they don't, they barely talk about themselves. They've tried. They've even, like, called themselves out and be like, yeah, we're always talking about everybody else in the villa, but we're, like, never talking about us. And I'm like, that's because you guys are friends. It's the first friend couple, I feel like, of the, of the series. Um, but I think until somebody comes in that, either one of them is interested in, they're going to keep each other safe. Because that kind of brings us into Afia. Afia was really feeling McKenna. Borderline his first pick. Or her first pick. I think, actually, he was her first pick. And she kind of drafted him a little more than India did from the jump. And he did not end up recovering with her at the bottom of episode 5, which I thought was interesting just because i don't know i figured like he would run for somebody who was showing him a little more um interest a little more attention because i thought that's what was missing for him but i think he's just waiting in for his or he's waiting for his dream girl to come in i think india has a bigger ass than afia and so that's why i kind of want to stay with india <laughs> because the only thing we know about this man is that he likes him some ass so that's, true. that's my two cents right there does Paige have an ass um yeah she does she has a nice body i think yeah that's a really nice body i have to say yeah i love everything that she's been wearing too like i don't know if we're we should do like a we should do like a fashion <laughs> recap one of these weeks about like oh my god what were the best fits yeah. like all this cool stuff I but think yes I agree Ikenna and India least relevance for now I know hopefully I want somebody to come maybe, in maybe something will progress for India so badly mm-hmm. and we'll get into who the Same. new bombshell is you know at the bottom we've already teased it <laughs> um but I just know that it's he's not gonna be for India Based off of a very suspicious history that Love Island has, and also his own personal history that we'll get into. Yes, yes. Okay. All right, moving on. So we've touched on Afi a little bit, but we'll touch on her a little more. She went on a date with Liam. Yes. And then she came back to the house and said that he was not in her top three, basically. So who was her top three? Her top three was 
Akena. Akena. I think Luca. I think Dami was in there. Okay, was yeah. it Dami? Yeah, Dami was And then in it was there. definitely Andrew then, was in there too, right? Or no? Or was it Luca? Stop, really? I don't recall. I, okay, maybe it was Luca. It was Luca. It was Luca because um, I can assume was chatting to Andrew a little bit. And she did mention that Andrew looked like her ex-boyfriend. So those are the three that she liked. And since we said that McKenna ended up picking India at the end of the week, what do you think is Afia's future? Because she's a bombshell that hasn't really established herself. And now she was left single at the end of episode five, along with Paige, which I thought was a very interesting last two to be standing there at the end of the night. I, I'm not sold on Afia. I think she's really sweet. I find her pretty, but I just don't think that... I don't maybe we just didn't see enough of her, but what based on what we've seen so far, I'm just not feeling it. I don't think she brings anything to the villa and there's no like like there's no memorable moments for her yet. I don't know if well, we're gonna get into the new bombshells history here, but I'm not sure if she's gonna be the bombshells type, unfortunately, as well. So I really think she's at risk of going home. Yeah, I also think that she is going to be the islander that goes home. In the next week, um, I kind of, no offense to her, but um, if that's not going to go anywhere, because she, she's kind of out of options in the villa. Because if Luca was her type, mm-hmm. he's already, like, he already was in a love triangle. Now he's gunning for Gemma. Mm-hmm. Andrew and Tasha seem pretty solid yep. with each other. Dami is very solid with mm-hmm. um, Amber. And Ikenna has made it clear that whatever grafting Afia has done on him is just simply not what he was vibing with. And then with the new bombshell, having a history with a certain islander, I just think that that, it's not going to factor in Afia. And I think she's going to end up going home. And I think that I kind of hope she goes home a little earlier in the week, just so we can get some more girl bombshells, spice it up in the villa, you know. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed. I really thought that she had more of a chance. Yeah, me um, too. To kind of get in there and really go for it, but I had Tasha and Andrew not solidified themselves better. I think Afia could have had a chance yes. with Andrew if she actually tried and went further, but she didn't. So, yeah. <clears throat> at the end of the day, it's really on her, but Again, like, personality-wise, like, when you compare her bombshell classification versus Ekansu, oh, Ekansu killed Mm -hmm. it. Like, she was there to be the sex pot that she is, rile every single person up. She was, like, blowing kisses to Luca in the bedroom. She's, like, cling to Davide. She, like, was a self-proclaimed wifey material while she's, like, making breakfast for all the boys in the house. Like, come on. That's what you're supposed to do as a bombshell. Like, remember when Mora, Mora got, like, one of the boys to, like, feed her? I was just going to bring in Mora's entrance because, lest we forget, Mm -hmm. Mora came in with Elma, and um, we all know how that went. Unfortunately, I think Elma, or Afia, was getting the Elma treatment. It's very much... 
she came in with somebody who was ready to get down to brass tacks and fuck it up. And she was like, oh shit, now I have to match her energy. And I don't think that that was the energy she was wanting to bring in. I think maybe she was hoping to be a standalone bombshell, kind of sweetheart bombshell who could come in and uh, find a deep connection with an islander in the house and, you know, then calmly blend into the girls' group once everybody is no longer Mm -hmm. threatened. Yeah, she and you could see, too, she was so sweet to the rest of the girls. Like, when Ekansu was talking about like oh i hope you guys aren't talking about how much of a bitch i am like you could see afia like for a split second she was kind of like damn this sucks like now i have to stick with that and sue because they're all gonna think that i'm not being genuine and so you can kind of see her being a little iced out that first day that they both were there um but i agree with you i think it must have been like a switch up that they paired her with somebody who was so um fiery gung-ho about yeah about finding somebody that she was interested in but yeah i don't think afia's gonna make it by the end of Mm. next week unfortunately so let's see by episode or episode five if she's yeah i can't be mad because at least i can't be mad because at least india is still in the villa so that's Mm -hmm. my girl anyways Um, okay, next on the list, we have Tasha and Andrew, and we have quite a bit of drama with Andrew this week. Oh. I know. Yes, we do. So, can I just say, <laughs> I called this man a snake, and you were like, you are feeling, you are not feeling him at all, you have a really strong reaction towards him, like, very quickly into the game, but I have to say... I knew this man was grimy. Like, I knew this man. I I knew it. He's a realtor in Dubai. He's got to be a little slimy. We get it. But the straight up lies. Are you kidding? I could not. I was not shocked. I was not shocked in the slightest. When he looked Tasha dead in her face. Because he. Okay. Let's backtrack. I'm getting a little heated already. Yes. So. (laughs) Guys. I just rewatched the clip of what went down so to explain mm-hmm. tasha and andrew are coupled up we know this they've been coupled up since day one but luca has always been interested in tasha and also every other white girl in the villa apparently can't make up his mind <laughs> we'll also yes. get into that nope but tasha and him have been having chats um and andrew has always been open to that everybody this season i feel like has been a little um has been more open to uh, open communication about who they're liking who they fancy who they're talking to and so i feel like in this triangle it has always been peaceful peace has reigned upon this land for three days until the bottom of day three when luca and andrew are having a boys chat and Andrew's like, hey, you know, I just want to let you know, it's all good that you're talking to Tasha. And Luke was like, hey, thank you. Um, yeah, it's a little confusing because I like all three of the girls. I mean, and this is our first little hint that Gemma's kind of higher up on his list than he's let us know. But he's like, yeah, like, I really like Paige and Gemma. But obviously, Tasha's a beautiful girl, and we talk a lot, and it's just hard because the three of them are friends, 
and they'll talk amongst themselves, so it's hard to go about. And Andrew is just like, yep, totally understand, whatever. Nothing about a top three is brought up. Later, Andrew and Tasha go to lay in Betty. <laughs> and they're just chatting, and Andrew out of nowhere brings up, yeah, me and Luca were talking about who we like and our top three. And naturally, Tasha's like, oh. Am I in his top three? And Andrew's like, looks her dead in her face while smiling, may I add, and kind of snickering, no. And she's like, really? And he's like, yeah, no, you're not in his top three. What? So thoughts so far. This recap is 100% factually accurate i knew he was gonna do this like sinister you could see it in his face you could see the gears turning in his head yes what was this like night vision camera yeah you could see it even though we were in the night vision mode that this man who looked even more evil when he was doing it and you could only see the screen in black and white which i was like cackling about (laughs) but yeah i I sat back because I was live tweeting, I think, at you this were. moment. And I was like, damn, I was like, Val was right. She knew. She picked it up. Like, so, yeah, I, I do want to mention, though, that I found it really funny how it got back to Luca that he had told this lie because the fact that everybody's so open with one another and, like, actually willing to have these conversations when Tasha – was talking with Luca, I thought that was really sweet that they were able to kind of talk about that. And Luca was actually very concerned that that's what she had heard. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know. I still, I'm still not feeling Luca, <clears throat> Mr. Fishmonger. I'm we'll sorry. get into him. We'll get into him. But let's we'll get into let's him. finish but this. Tasha and Andrew. Yeah, let's finish this. Yes, lap. let's so, finish this. Obviously, it gets back to Luca. Well, first yes. of, first and foremost, Tasha tells Indian Amber, which I think is really important to note here. Because, well, to be frank, Andrew said that Tasha was not in Luca's top three. And as we've said before, these boys don't have diverse taste. So when Tasha told Amber and India oh, yeah, Luca said I'm not in his top three. I just know India was like, bitch, come on, really? Like, we've had quite a lack (laughs) of options, and you're telling me you're not in Luca's top three? Because if I'm in Luca's top three, I haven't fucking heard that shit. And, like, it was was a moment where, you know, she was clocking Andrew from the jump. I think India, like, knew that Andrew was slimy and knew that he was lying and also at the same time was like, bitch, really? Really? You're ha- like this is your white woman moment. Like you're not in his top three because this has not this been is a- your blonde hair. Yeah, she was like, this is not clearly moment. this has not been a cakewalk for specifically India because Amber actually right very happily hitched off. I'm so happy to report, but India is kind of mm-hmm. still struggling with whether it kind of actually likes her or not, whether they have anything. And it's just like, to have said that to her face, I'm like, girl, no. 
obviously you're in his top three. So then, yeah, like you said, Sasha goes talk to Luca. Luca's concerned about her feelings also because I'm sure, you know, considering the dialogues they've been having, it must have hurt her feelings to be like, oh, yeah. all that conversation and I'm not even in your top three. And then Luca tells Paige, and it's like, ugh, can you believe that, like, Andrew would even say that, like, Tasha's not in my top three? Like, come on. And Paige is like, uh, yeah, that's so crazy. <laughs> I, Paige was done so dirty. I know. At this point in time, like, I, what was she supposed to yeah, say? Yeah, like, There's some redemption, though. There's some redemption. We'll dig into that in a little bit. But, yeah, I... That whole situation was so out of pocket, in my opinion. It was, it just, it didn't need to happen. Yeah. And the fact that, like, Andrew was trying to, like, s- sneakily get Tasha away from Luca, like, just be real, just be yeah. upfront. And he's literally acting, like, as if he hasn't, I don't know. He, he was acting like he hadn't done anything. No, too. well, so. Like, let's, let's jump into the actual yeah. conversation, so right? Luca like, confronts Andrew, and Andrew's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I can't believe. That even like um you know happened it was a total mistake i wasn't even thinking yeah so he was like oh no this is what i was thinking i was like oh you're just pre-wired to lie then like you're programmed to just not tell the truth because <laughs> yeah it's he affirmed it he said val summed this up perfectly andrew literally said to tasha no period you are not in his top three period period those are two sentences after the first sentence, you could have rescinded, but no, he then solidified the fact that no, you are not in his top three. Like, what kind of gate, like gatekeep, gaslight, girl boss type shit is that? Mm. I could not handle yeah, it. Yeah, um, and I just think he was so to do all that to be such a slime ball, and then when Luca confronts you, he's like, "It was a mistake. I'm so sorry. I didn't even mean it like that. What the fuck? That was not a mistake." And Luca did put it very bluntly and was like a mistake is like spilling milk that was not a mistake (laughs) and yeah i don't know i just feel like andrew um doesn't know how to apologize has never like really been confronted and so his idea of an apology is just claiming it's a mistake instead of just having the balls to be like yeah you're right i like snaked you and i'm sorry um i was just jealous whatever Speaking of jealousy, though, mm-hmm. well, so let me backtrack. After, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> let me backtrack. After Luca and Andrew kind of squash that, I think they just don't want to have drama, so they squash it. Tasha goes and has a conversation with Andrew, and Andrew apologizes if he's made her feel like less than. Um, and she's like, yeah, I'll totally forgive you, which had me concerned because I was like, you cannot sweep this under the rug. But then you can't. And it's a red it's totally flag. Red and flag. the fact that she accepted that kind of behavior makes me very concerned but for her. She did say she wanted to slow things down with him, which mm-hmm. had me hopeful until jealousy kicked in. So everybody played. Mm-hmm beer pong on night four the night before the recoupling yes 
and Andrew was dared to kiss a girl with wifey material, and he kissed Paige, and yes, Tasha was yes. dared to crawl to the islander she finds the most attractive, so she crawls to Luca, and, uh, I don't know, but both of them got really jealous, and then they go have a conversation about how much they actually like each other, and Tasha cries because she's like she gets emotional at least. I was like, "Why are you falling in love with a man who's lied to you and didn't know how to apologize, and then also kisses another woman for claiming that she's more wifey I material?" Don't know. Although he was not wrong, he was not yeah. wrong. In my humble opinion, Paige is definitely Paige and India are definitely both wifey mm-hmm. material. They're always to themselves they're strong confident women they're caring about the other islanders but that's besides the point but this whole toxicity like dynamic already that has presented itself within the first week of everybody being there i just don't see tasha and andrew continuing in the long term and i'm super excited to see not excited in a in the way that I don't want to see Tasha get hurt, but excited to see how right you and I are going to be when Andrew is in Casa more, because yeah. there's no way this man is going to be loyal. Yeah, he is just bad energy all around. And, um, yeah, I just couldn't believe she was getting emotional and being like, clearly I have a good guy in front of me, and I don't want to mess it up. I was like, you don't. You don't have a good guy in front of you. You don't at all. But I think she's just... I think she knows she's secure with him in the house. Mm -hmm. And I think she's confusing that security with more of a romantic connection than they actually have. I think they have a physical, like, um, attraction that does come very naturally to the both of them. But in terms of a relationship, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. And I don't want to see people think that they're, like, mom and dad of the house. Because they're not. And I think it'll crumble really quickly. And Tasha's going to be crying I, very soon, I think, over Andrew. I'm ready for, like, a blowout to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I definitely think it will. Um, because Tasha, she does have a very strong personality. Mm-hmm. And I'm really surprised that it doesn't come out when Andrew acts up this way. Like, I thought she was going to not, like, swing. But I thought she was going to be like, how dare you make up like such a small lie and for what like you're still in my top three it doesn't matter like you should be winning fair and square between you and Luca and instead like I don't know that's just kind of my opinion though we we've already discussed this you guys like two things already I cannot stand disrespect and I cannot stand lying and I just think that both of those things have been crossed here with Andrew and I have no idea why she'd be continuing I mean I'm glad she's safe I'm glad that we're gonna still see her for another week but I'm very disturbed at the fact that she's like actively pursuing just the tears I think was so funny because you cry like that when you're like in love with someone and I'm like oh no she's trauma bonding or something because she should not be with this person yeah it was very shocking and and something else I do have to point out and I don't know if you caught this but um just Mm -hmm. to continue to point out how little I like Andrew um when they were talking about the kiss and being jealous and whatever, he was like, oh, I would have understood if you kissed Akena and Dami, but you kissed Luca. And I was like, what? What the fuck does that mean? You would have understood if she kissed somebody that you don't consider as, like, 
competition to you. But, like, why wouldn't they be competition? Why wouldn't they be competition, Andrew? Mm -hmm. You just happened to point out them two? Really? I thought that was very strange. I thought that was very indicative of maybe his true nature. And I was like, I just need this man out of the house. And I need Tasha very far away from him. Like, I just, it's just, ugh, I don't like him at all. And I just knew I was going to like him. Also, to add on top of that, he has a weird Miami Vice tropical, like, tree <laughs> tattoo on his, like, abdomen. Yeah. All right. Terrible taste yes. all around. Gross. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I, well, first of all, I, now that you've mentioned that comment in this way, I completely didn't even see it as a microaggression. I just thought it was more of like, I don't know, like people that he tolerates better than Luca. Like, because we all know that Luca's been pushing his buttons and he's intimidated and jealous of him. I didn't think that it was a microaggression until now, but that is not surprising, unfortunately, but it is a very... um, Because he could have very important yeah. thing to he know he could have very easily said yeah. liam who unfortunately we all know is definitely not competition in the house oh for <laughs> sure unfortunately but, but yeah i just i don't know let's uh, unfortunately i don't want to say this but let's see how much worse andrew can get <laughs> as the days progress in the villa um i definitely think the tropical tree like the palm tree tattoo is giving him villainous powers for some reason like nobody's tattoos on the show are good not one they like, never are goodbye they're they're not good okay but let's move on all right andrew and tasha that was it andrew and tasha <laughs> that is that let's move on to luca and Paige, which is barely a couple i think at this point <laughs> i died when luca was like Oh yeah, we touched ankles in bed last night, so you know it's going pretty good. I hope next time we can cuddle more. <laughs> I don't understand him. I think <laughs> I don't like, understand him. Goodbye. I just I don't. I his teeth keep putting me off. I can't look at him because when I do look at him, I just look at his veneers and um that is about it. There's nothing there. He thinks with his, like, I think Dami was saying this, but he was like, he thinks with his head and not his heart. But also Dami, like, we know which head he's talking yes. about because any girl yes. that provides Luca a shred of attention, Luca's like, that is it. I am set on this girl. Like, mm-hmm. and, and what did he say? He was like, oh, Paige in that, like, black dress. But then he was like, oh, but, you know, Tasha looks so good in this bikini today. Like, all this other stuff. He's not there. He's not there. For the right reasons no. yet. Um, I am very willing. <laughs> Me clears my throat before I make mm-hmm. a embarrassing um declaration. Oh, I am no. willing to admit that I am blinded <laughs> by um charisma and beauty with this one because i i know i know i know trust me you guys you guys let me just say this before val continues to just like dote on this man he's not good has a tattoo of albert einstein on his freaking what is it deltoid Uh, whatever that i am aware i can't it's not worse than the I it's can't. not worse than the Winston Churchill tattoo that he also has on his forearm. Yes, he also um 
like, I'm aware. This man, and and he's just, I don't know how to listen. Even, pers- like, I am so turned away from this man. Like, this fishmonger, Mr. $1,000 on a first date, Mr. I will follow anything that has a pulse and looks mildly pretty. Like, goodbye no you're speaking facts listen you got to embarrass yourself with the meme at the top of the episode and this is how i'm embarrassing myself okay i'm blinded a hundred percent pretty privilege has definitely kicked in this man is a dirty dog Mm. who can't pick between any of the girls and i'm still like he's not bad no he He is is. he is bad he is he's he's Okay, you know what? Here's the thing. Once he makes up his mind, I think he could be a very nice Exactly. Man. Like, he would be a good, doubtful boyfriend, and he would make sure that whomever he's with is cared for, and, you know, he would still have a wandering eye, which, by the way, like, always gives me the ick, but at least you'd know that he'd treat you right once he's decided mm-hmm. that, okay, yes, I want to settle and pursue with this person. Yeah. And so, that, that, there's that. I'll give you that. And that is kind of what I am looking forward to. I... I'm really hoping that he does show a good side of him because it's there. I mean, I think he has really good relationships with everybody in the villa. Um, mm-hmm. I think everybody generally likes him. He's funny. Um, I feel like him and Dami are kind of like the two like leading men of like the guys. Like, I just mm-hmm. think that they have the best energy and the best like, you know, chemistry with everyone in the house. Um, but Agreed. it's kind of taking a while to get there. I could see him kind of being like a Jack in a Jack and Danny situation, where like obviously Jack and Danny like found each other mm-hmm. from like day one, and then they were obviously like, right, you know, our winners, our Love Island winners. Um, and then mm-hmm. at the end of yes. the show, we kind of found out Jack wasn't like that good a boyfriend the whole time, and he was messy and all this stuff. I could see that kind of happening with Luca. Like he's showing a, a non, a not so great side of him right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if he found like his potential girlfriend in the villa, we could see a really loving boyfriend, like you said. And then once they get out right. of the villa, I could see all the red flags that have already come up with him manifest into them like breaking up in like an explosive way which sucks i just want men to be better (laughs) at the very least i want men to do the bare minimum i'm right behind you supporting you with that statement i also will say one more thing jack and luca definitely went to the same doctor for their teeth and a hundred percent so hilarious that you say that because (laughs) they yeah they both really have bad veneers talk about luca we're here to talk about Paige too who i do feel like he is dogging so bad (laughs) um i Paige hasn't tried though here's the thing she hasn't like she's not she's not putting down anything she's not picking up anything I definitely think that she wants to be the one who's, like, sweeped off her feet, which rightfully so, you can have that um, option. But, you know, if you feel like you really have a connection with somebody, then you kind of show it. So I feel like it's not a lose-lose situation. Like, I genuinely think that this could be good for her because now she can, you know, take an opportunity to get a connection with somebody who isn't drooling over, you know, multiple women that are your friends, essentially, at the end of the day. I really like that she's a girl's girl. She's had a great um, 
like what we've been exposed to with Paige so far has been wonderful and I think that she genuinely is a very kind person who deserves a lot one thing I did want to say is during the beer pong I think there were two questions about kiss who you think somebody uh kiss who you think is like wifey material and I think she was chosen for both Mm -hmm. so it, it just goes to show how much the guys do respect her and and recognize that she is a very good person and nobody's really kind of screwed her over either which has been really really nice and i think well she did kind of get screwed over though i think she's gonna say because but she wasn't really i just don't think she's into him in the way that we think that she is like she just he's an option for her she finds him attractive but she's not gonna i mean more so that like he picked Gemma at the recoupling and left Paige to be single when and listen maybe he would have saved Paige but they weren't friends he would have saved her if she was more well of a friend. I feel she like he never, does view her as a friend because like, he felt comfortable going to her to talk mm-hmm. about like the whole Tasha thing and they've had a very open communication about like what their agenda is in the house and it's like at the very least you know but that was her opportunity. That was her opportunity to be like, look, I'm really happy that you're getting to know other people, but I'm going to let you know that I'm not. And going forward, I, you know, I'll let you do whatever. Just don't come back and discuss it with me. That's kind of, that's how you set boundaries. And I think that's what she didn't do. Mm-hmm. And that's why Luca was like, okay, she's not as interested in me. Like, I just think he needs, And it, yeah. there's, a, there's a difference. I just don't. This is, again, me in this element, in this situation. No. If you like somebody and you're on the show, you kind of have to allude to it or you have to work a little harder to graft, especially when you know that someone that you're with is notoriously known so far for having a wandering eye and will follow anything and anyone that gives him attention. And she wasn't giving him the attention that he needed. Yeah, I think it's tricky, though, because um, it's funny that you say all that because it's like, you want me to give Luca a hard time. I'm going to give him a hard time right now. We're giving Paige a hard time. But it's tricky mm-hmm. because I do think that Luca tells every girl in the house what she wants to hear. And Paige is aware of that. She has said that she yeah. knows that he knows what a girl likes to hear. And so I do think that she is aware of what's happening. But it's tricky with him because he can't make up his mind. How are you supposed to like track and monitor like what a guy is like actually thinking when he can't make up his mind? And by the end of the week, all of a sudden, he's Gemma's his number one pick and has been his number one pick the entire time. And that definitely was not discussed with Paige um, until very late in the game. And I, I don't know what he would have done if Liam hadn't gone home. Because if Liam hadn't right. gone home, a girl would have been going home today or last night. And I, yes, maybe he would have thought that Liam would have just saved Paige. I think he just left Paige, you know, to the, to the wolves. He was like, okay, well, you know, I've created connection with her, but it's not friend island and whatever. So I'm going to pick Gemma, who I've had two conversations with about coupling up, who I don't even mm-hmm. think that their crack is all there. I think that Gemma's just playing it safe by having him as a backup option in case Davida dips on her for Ekansu. But that yeah. being said, mm-hmm. 
I feel like he was just like, fuck it, I'm going for Gemma, and if she's left single up there, not my problem, like, maybe Liam will save her, maybe she'll be saved just by the sheer fact that there are two girls left single, so maybe they'll send them on dates, but he just kind of, like, had no loyalty for a girl that he's been cuddling with every single night, telling her, like, what she wants to hear, and kind of leading her around in a fucking circle. It was really shitty behavior, and I thought it was a, not even, like, a dirty dog moment in the sense of, like, anything dirty, mm. but just dirty in the sense where she was done so wrong in that moment. But you could see in her face that she wasn't surprised, which I thought was very mm. funny. Um, yeah. Because she, literally, her face, she, like, knew yeah. it was coming. Um, I don't know if you've heard this, like, saying, which is not true to everybody, but it's, like, men fall in love with what they see and women fall in love with what they hear. Yeah. And I definitely think that this was a, that kind of situation. But the only difference is that Gemma, like, she was a lot more, like, she's she has a more, like, I don't want to say seductive personality, but she's, like, very kind of mysterious yeah. and she's very, like, alpha. And I think that's something that Luca was drawn to. Um, aside from the fact that we may or may not be- find out that Luca knows who Gemma's dad is, you think? Um, that's a whole other conversation. Hey, when did that come out? I don't out? know, girl. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. It was just something I was reading. Our 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 Twitter is is quite uh, filled with a lot of theories from devoted fans like us, and there's a lot of speculation going on about how Luca may or may not know who Gemma's dad is unintentionally. And everybody who does know that knows that if they end up with her, like that's pretty good because they're, they think she's going to last until the end just because of who her dad is. Yeah. We should talk about Gemma and um, consequently Davide at this point, but let's like stay on Gemma for a second. I don't know why they are turning this into the Gemma show. And I feel like they're making a really big mistake because they just focus on her in moments when it's, like, not relevant. She's kind of been the main cause of, like, a lot of the drama in the house. But I do think that's, like, been very intentional by the producers. And now the bombshell is her ex. And I'm just like, I don't know. It didn't feel this forced with Danny. Obviously, we know that Danny mm-hmm. Dwyer's dad is an actor named Danny Dwyer. <laughs> but it didn't feel mm-hmm. this forced with her. And maybe that's just because um, she and Jack got on right from the jump. But right. this time around, I'm like, okay, the public isn't really feeling Gemma yet. She's really young. She's in a poor couple with Davide. They have absolutely zero crack. Mm-hmm. And yet somehow, yep. you know, they're bringing in... I mean, it's hard to not bring in girls who are going to gun for Davide. I mean, look at him. But they're bringing in girls knowing that they're going to go for Gemma's man. And Mm -hmm. now they're bringing in her ex-boyfriend. I'm like, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't care about this 19-year-old's drama. I don't. I don't care either. I just definitely think that it might just be because of who her father is. I, I don't understand I don't care enough like I don't have a strong opinion right now because that's just how much I just don't care about Gemma I 
we talked about this last episode. Yeah. I find her demeanor very rude, and it just completely turns me away from having any interest in seeing how she's going to progress. I'm glad that she didn't go home because she was having a hard time seeing Davide um, and Ekansu together. But at the same time, like, it, it just it was such a weird thing when she was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm used to seeing older guys. Like, I only see older guys. Like, girl, you just turned 19. Like, what do you mean you're used to seeing older guys? It was just such a strange feel, thing for me to hear. Yeah, that made me feel really sad, though, for her. I just think that, in general, this intense focus on her, when she's so young, and I feel like she, she hasn't been able to show maybe, like, a more positive side to her, it's just doing a disservice to her. Like, if you guys want her to be popular, you need her to grow in the public's favor on her own and instead you're putting her yeah she's like not funny i think she's kind of she's funny. not there's <laughs> nothing no there's like nothing redeeming the only thing okay i will say this the only thing where i like i chortled was when davide and ekansu were working out and Gemma was like oh i gotta go this is cringe's book yeah <laughs> get up and leave. <laughs> i do i do think she's funny i do think she has potential to be a good islander like she just calls shit exactly for what it is like i could see her being like mm-hmm. a little baby more in the sense that it's like oh did you just dog my friend yeah now you're gonna hear it from me right because she has that energy she's very young she's very like you know upfront with how she feels all that stuff but she's just not in a good like favorable situation in this villa and i think that the producers in pushing her are just making her more and more unlikable and i don't think she's gonna leave the villa and have an easy time and then on top of that the fact that um she said she's dated older men before when she's just turned 19 it makes me sad for her like i don't it makes me wonder, like, you know, I don't, I don't know her dad that well. I don't care. Um, but it just makes me sad to think that, like, maybe her upbringing allowed for her to not be cared for or, like, I don't know, to just be let um, run wild and act like an adult when she's so young. I mean... I don't want to get into territory where it sounds like I'm victim blaming because I'm not, but I did see photos of her when she was 15 mm-hmm. and she looked very mature and obviously yeah. nobody should mm-hmm. like, you know, draw any conclusions from that. But I'm like the fact that she looks so mature that young and was, you know, posing like an adult and said she's dated like older men before, like older than Davide. Um, I'm just like, it makes me sad like it like almost she didn't have a childhood maybe because of who her father was and maybe because of what their home life was like she just grew up really quickly and I don't know I don't think she Mm -hmm. should be on the show because it just feeds into that more like we're just looking at her yeah as another contestant in the show who's quote old enough to make these decisions and is like in charge of her sexuality but really she's so young she's 19 hasn't really lived life and is now in a couple with Davide trying to make these really mature decisions and her competition's a 27 year old it's like that cannot be good for anyone's mental state especially a 19 year old I yes I absolutely agree I think the age limit should be increased to at least 21 um 
at the at the youngest but at the end of the day like we don't know her background we don't know her story Mm -hmm. and unfortunately the public isn't as kind and open-minded as you to you know come to these conclusions but I agree with you wholeheartedly um with regard to the show though I just I'm indifferent about her I feel bad for her um in her coupling and I do hope that Luke is a better match for her which I think he is Mm. and I think they both have potential to keep one another on each other's toes which I think will be fun to see but I do think they'd be aside from that though (laughs) I think they will because here's the thing and this is the last thing I'm gonna say and I think we should move on but Gemma said that she got the ick from Liam yawning, but meanwhile, she's, like, the meanest morning person <laughs> ever. Is. Like, can you not? It's so true. Like, so, I don't know. That was just really funny. So, I'm excited to see how they're gonna, like, how they're gonna spend the morning together, because Luca was like, oh, like, do you want me to bring you orange juice? And you know, like, in the morning, she's gonna, like, the world that orange juice right <laughs> at him, because she's not a morning person. That's so funny. No, yeah, it's true. Well, we do have to stick on her just a little bit longer, because we have to talk about the lamest and the deadest date of all time. That was her date with oh. the V-Day. See, it was so unmemorable that I just completely even forgot that they went on a date. I was so tuned out. I did not care one no, bit. Not at all. I, like, d- died when Davide was like, are you thinking about marriage? Like, Davide, she's 19. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's not thinking about marriage right now. Like, also, hold your horses. And by hold your horses, I guess Gemma's horses, because <laughs> there's no way she's going to give up her career either. Like, are you okay? That was so strange. Yeah, I think that w- they learned on that date, like, how many siblings they both have. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And how many kids she wants to have. Whatever. Yeah, like, what? Um, But something interesting did happen and that is that Ifinsu came into the mix okay and she is gunning for Davide and that mm-hmm. has left some that I think that's left a sour taste in Gemma's mouth I don't think that she likes to be second at all and I do think that's kind of what pushed her to mm-hmm. be um to kind of pursue Luca a little more um especially because Davide was very open to getting to know Ifinsu but then that just led to more drama with Luca. I feel like Luca is also, as much as Gemma, very in the middle of the drama because he had one conversation with Gemma being like, yeah, I'm into you, whatever. We should get to know each other. And Gemma's like, oh my God, okay, cool. And then all of a sudden, Davida's storming to Gemma like, do you have anything you want to tell me? Or maybe in a... That was so toxic. What was that? That was so toxic. I was shook. Uh, He's possessive. Possessive And he can go and do whatever he wants. He can go and do whatever he wants. He's, like, doing squats with, like, Ekansu on his shoulders and shit. And yet Gemma can't have a single conversation. She didn't even kiss Luca. Meanwhile, like, Davide's hands are, like, all over Ekansu and all these places. And, like, she just didn't say anything. I was dumbfounded like also i hate that i'm like if you come to me with guns a blazing i'm gonna show up with guns to the fight too like, and Gemma didn't even say anything i felt so bad i was like no girl fight back what? i know i really wanted her to say something it goes back to age i think maybe she was intimidated but yeah what the fuck i just thought it was so hypocritical to be like oh like do you have anything you want to tell me you didn't tell me you were into him blah 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 and then run to luke and be like yeah i don't think you have anything 
balls, blah, blah, blah. And I don't, you know, I think people are pretty split down the middle in terms of whose side they're on. But I just couldn't help. Like, I was kind of on Luca's side for that because I was like, I mean, apparently everybody except for the public knew that Luca was into Gemma. Even India was like, I don't get why Davide is mad. Like, we all knew he's into Gemma. And they had one conversation solidifying, like, okay, we're, like, going to get to know each other. And maybe, you know, like, maybe Luca would have gone to Davide and be like, yeah, like, I am getting to know Gemma, as he has done with Andrew in the past. Like, Andrew and him did have open right. communication about talking to Asha, Tasha, um, even if it did get a little messy. But Luca did initiate that conversation. So I do think he would have initiated that conversation with Davide. So for Davide to get so mad... I was just like, you're a, a complete hypocrite. And clearly, you just need your ego, ego stroked, like, all the time. And the second someone seemingly goes against you, you just, like, you are you lose your lid. Like, you're an insane person. I think, I think Davide is a softie. And we just haven't seen that until the fact that he was actually passionate slash raging about something that he felt he was disrespected about. Um, I want to talk just real quick about how during the recoupling ceremony, Davide's explanation on why he was choosing Ek and Sue, I, I felt for him a little bit. He was like, you know, aside from her making me feel like I have the perfect body, which I do, she actually makes me feel like I'm more than that. And that kind of made me feel like, okay, I get it. Like he yeah. has feelings and he just doesn't know how to express it in a, in a healthy way. So yeah, his feelings were hurt, and he gets it, and Gemma didn't say anything. Like, he had to come and grab her, and I think instead of having that softened-up tone, he kind of went with the more angry side, and as someone, I can relate to that, because when I'm hurt, I think my anger tends to protect me more, so I might come out guns blazing mm -hmm. when I don't mean mm -hmm. to. I mean, it's taken a conscious effort not to do that anymore, but that was very much me, and I could kind of see myself in that way, where I was like, yeah, no, he's hurt. He doesn't know how to express himself because he's hurt. So then he just becomes angry yeah. and then that's his way of protecting yeah. himself. So who knows? But again, I think you brought this up. It was one of your tweets when you were live tweeting like, Davide, you're almost 30. My man, you do not need to freak out about a 20 year old. Like you've got so many options. I can sue is hot, yeah. dude. And she's into you. Like, all right, like go into go for someone your own I age. I didn't understand why. And I hear what you said, like. It's 100% valid to feel hurt and to not always have the perfect reaction like that. It's natural. It's going to happen. It is what it is. Um, And I did think, you know, I did think it was a little funny when he was like, I don't just have the perfect body. But, you know, people have, um, you know, kind of made a caricature of who Davida is up mm -hmm. as a person. And in the house, everyone's like, he's a Greek god, he's a Greek god, and as annoying as it might be for him to be like, I'm more than that, he is more than that, um, yeah, he is. and he deserves to be treated as such, even if he's quite boring, that's fine, he's still a person, um, all that being said though, I just don't, I, I can't say that he would have picked Gemma, in the recoupling, had he gone before Luca, if he didn't feel threatened by Luca, do you know what I'm saying? Like, if there was yes, no drama absolutely. between Luca and Davide, 
and there was no spark between Luca and Gemma. I think that the Vita's head would have completely turned towards Ekansu. I think that they have more in common, even if I don't know how often she goes to the gym in the outside world, but they are the same age or similar in age. They kind of are both passionate. They're both very like global international people, it seems. Um, mm-hmm. I just think that they're a much better match, and I think that he would have realized that if he wasn't so preoccupied with maybe his ego being hurt um, and feeling like he got stabbed in the back, you know? So that's kind of why I'm like, I, think- I don't have as much sympathy for mm-hmm. him. The only thing, and then I'm going to leave Davide and his little love triangle alone after Mm -hmm. this, is his face when he was eating the breakfast that Ekansu made for him. Yeah. That's all you got to know. That's all you have to see. He, Ekansu won him over. He has said, he has made his intentions clear. He is looking for someone who likes to take care of her man. And I can't think of a better way to get to a man than through his stomach. And that is exactly what Ekansu did. 100%. She is into what he likes to do, which is being in the gym. She's very strong. She's confident. She's gunning for him. And I I don't know if I, I know about the ego part. Of, you're absolutely right about that. But I think he would have chosen Ekansu anyway because she has made him feel which is like so he's more valid. than just his perfect body. Yeah, um, I, so. I agree. I think she played, you know, she came in hot. She's a little problematic telling people that, you know, like, apparently Luca wasn't cuddling Paige and stepping on toes and all that. Um, But I do think that she played the game smart. She didn't just come in and was like, I think you're hot. She came in. She made him food. She went to the gym with him. So she expressed interest in him more than just, like, outside his body. Um, I just, yeah, they're a much better match. Um... I don't know how charismatic they are as a couple, and I could see them maybe getting kicked out when it comes to a public vote for, like, choosing your best or your favorite couple. But until then, like, you know, I do hope that they find a spark there um, and travel the globe together. I mean, her job is cool. She's an, did she say she was a Turkish actress, and she plays a serial killer. Yeah, That's she is. Dope. Yeah, I love that. I think it's cool. I think they both are a great match for one another, and I think we need to see more of them in a couple mm-hmm. setting. And I think they might win, um, not win the show, but like win the affection of the public, just because once we see how good of a match they actually are and like how wholesome they have the opportunity to be, then I think things will end up softening up. But I, I like them together. I'm here for it, and I really hope that they continue in the way that they are and that's it on that well so before we get into our well my personal favorite couple we have to talk about liam Mm -hmm. just quickly i mean i feel so bad but there isn't that much to say there's there's nothing much to say we called it that he was not going to be there for the next recoupling or not next week um, I feel really bad for him. I think that he kind of just gave up, which for me, like, I don't like quitter behavior, so I'm not here for it. But I did feel bad, and it was really sad to see that he didn't feel like he was at his best to 
proceed further, even though it only been two days. And I feel bad for him. I, I think, really, there would have been a girl that would have come in for him. I think so, too. Uh, but, you know, the good thing is, the good thing is, he definitely has girls waiting for him now. So true. So, he's good. He's taken care of. Yeah, I... Again, it just sucks that he felt so low because he was with the um ratio of girls to guys. He definitely knew that he was safe. Um and so he knew that there would be more opportunities to meet other girls, but I think for um how many? Seven girls to be in the house and for not one of them to have even the slightest interest in him. Um I think that really must make you feel so shit. Um, And we didn't even see him. I I don't know if this is the case, but we didn't even see him have, like, a girl friendship with anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, That could totally not be the case. And maybe when we catch up in Unseen Bits, we'll see that he actually did have um, a female friend in there. But... I don't know if that if he didn't have any female friends and he was only like vibing with the guys and none of the girls like him like that's not what Love Island's about and he probably didn't want to wait around just to be the next Dr. Alex um kind of, or Hugo just kind of be a joke on TV that people right. like pity um and send on dates knowing that the girls aren't going to like him it's just interesting because I feel like he had yeah. more, um, he was like sweeter and maybe like more buff than Dr. Alex. Well, he's not sweeter than Dr. Alex. I don't know. It's just confusing. I I just, there was no personality present for me. I feel like he was very unmemorable and the fact that he's only going to be known for his departure. I think he did it right. Because, yeah, you're right. I didn't see any dynamic with any of the girls. Like, nobody cried. Amber was um, sobbing. Which, what you know, are you talking in... about? Well, no, you know what I mean. Like, nobody, like, there wasn't, like, a group consent oh. cry. Like, do you remember when Amy left? Yeah. And, like, everybody was, like, shattered. I mean, it had it been, been a couple four of weeks. weeks but when Amy left. With... Yeah. Right. Right. But I just think, like, all right, Liam did a good move by leaving. Um, I don't think that there was anything else left for him, unfortunately. Yeah. And that's just the way that life goes. Yeah. But, yeah, nothing aside from that. I wish him the best. And I hope his DMs are popping on Insta, which they definitely are. And then that's why we're happy to <laughs> announce that next week Liam will be joining us. I would love if he did. <laughs> we got we to gotta get in on those DMs. All right, ASAP. we got to go. We got to get in the DMs for sure. Okay. So we got this. Our last couple is Amber and Dami. And mm-hmm. okay. I Dude, love them. the forehead kiss. My, my knees. Buckled. I lost my that mind. Was... I lost my mind. Absolutely. hundred percent. The way, honestly, the way to my heart, if I'm angry or I'm stressed or anything, like all I need my boyfriend to do is give me a little forehead kiss. I'm all set. And so I've watched that because their first kiss was so awkward. And I was like, oh, God. I know. Like, it was so was weird. Like, they're forcing it. Like, I can't tell. Like, whatever. But to see that really genuine moment where they're, like, not off, like, going for a chat where they know mm-hmm. they're going to be recorded. It was just, like, a little personal mm-hmm. moment where he just, like, kisses her on the head and 
everyone's like, aw. I melted. I think the both of them are great. I think they've both kind of opened up. They're definitely like a little more reserved, I think. They like to watch from like mm -hmm. the backgrounds and kind of like give advice and be in the mix, but like not be in the drama. Um she's definitely shy. She's more shy than he yeah. is. And I think it's so cute to see her getting like she's very vocal with the girls. She's a girl's girl, but the fact that Dami makes her that right. kind of shy, but she brings out a more confident side mm -hmm. in him is it's I love that. I'm here for it. Mix. I love them together. Yeah, I I love it. It's so cute. And you know they're gonna be loyal to one I another hope so. for I a really while. I hope so. For a while. I think so. I too. really think that they will. I, and I just um they are I'm adorable. nervous for Casa Amor because obviously like every we all get nervous, whatever about Casa Amor. Mm -hmm. Um it just is like it does feel a little early to like vote them mom and dad of the villa, but I did say I yes. wanted a black mom and dad couple from like beginning to end mm -hmm. of Love Island to like actually be given the fucking opportunity to be in the final and have a fighting fucking chance. I'm like, this is what we deserve. This is what we need. They're so cute. And I better not see anybody lie and be like, actually, Tasha and Andrew are cuter because they are not. They are not cuter than nope. Amber and Dami. Um, I just so I'm so nope. excited to like see them develop. I really hope they last. Um, they just... I want them to go on Me a date too. this upcoming Me week because I would love to see how they interact outside of the villa where Amber actually has an opportunity to kind of speak about what she's thinking and how she's feeling about him away from everybody else. Because even after that kiss, I think Andrew like yelled or something and Amber was so yeah. embarrassed. She's, she's, shy. she's shy. She doesn't like showing PDA and I think I really, that's cute and they, they've been holding hands around the villa and I really think that they've blossomed into something that you and I at least were both like manifesting yeah. like foaming at the yeah. mouth for like super and excited and we finally have that I'm which so is great. happy about it and something that Dami said that like really kind of like made me think like oh like we have a chance with them like they are like they might be in our final couple, like, lineup, they might make it to the end, whatever, was when Dami was mm -hmm. like, yeah, like, this is going kind of faster than most of my relationships would at the inception, but I'm really happy with how it's going. And I was like, yeah! Yeah! yeah. Like, he's not, like, <laughs> let's, let's go! go! <laughs> I was like, he's not intimidated <laughs> by, like, just, having a good connection with the woman and being like okay well he doesn't like it doesn't seem to matter to him as much like that they have only known each other for five days that it may be early days for them in terms of like how long they're gonna be in the villa like none of that seems to bother him he's just like i like her and it's going really well and I'm happy about it instead of other guys who'd be like, yeah, I'm still going to leave the door open though. Like whatever. And I really hope he doesn't prove me wrong no. or some shit like that. Like I'm rooting for you, Dami. I don't think he will. He couldn't even look at her when he was saying all the nice things about her. No. Remember during the yes. recoupling, he was like, he was like, and the end of it was like, and I think she's really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm choosing Amber. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> 
sitting down. He's like fidgeting. He's definitely shy. Like you can see the body language. He's definitely into her. And when she, uh, when Amber's name was called, the way she was like, you know, like she didn't even hu- like the girls didn't even like group together, like hug her. And they knew yeah. that they both were going to choose one another. They were like, all right, great. This is like business as usual. Let's move on to like the next. It was so cute. And Amber, you know, she was like, oh, that was a really nice speech. And Dami still was like so shy, riding the mm-hmm. high of shyness by complimenting her in front of everybody who was there. So, yes, I agree with you. I have high hopes. My standards have been set. I want all the couples to be acting this way yeah. um, when they find their significant others. But, yeah, Dami and Amber, they've won my heart. They've won the heart of the two Villa yes. Birds here, yes. your favorite hosts. But I'm excited to see how things are going to progress for them next yeah. week. Yeah, so... Just a quick recap, you know, I think we said it along, like, I think we said it at the end of every couple we've talked about who they picked out the recoupling, but just to recap, Indy and McKenna are coupled up at the end of this week, Amber and Dami are coupled up at the end of this week, Tasha and Andrew are coupled up at the end of this week, Gemma and Luca are coupled up at the end of this week, and Ekansu and Davide are coupled up at the end of this week, leaving Paige and Afia single. But they are both safe, and lo and behold, we have a new bombshell coming in, and his name is Jack O'Neill. I hope I'm pronouncing it right, because it's spelt very Mm French-like. And not only is he just a bombshell, I think we've said this before, but he is Gemma's ex. And for reasons Anika will explain right now, I do not like him. Yes, so as we all know, Gemma is our baby of this season of Love Island UK. She is 19, and apparently she's been single for one and a half years. So if we do a little quick math here, maybe around 17, right when she turned 18, we all of a sudden have an ex-boyfriend of hers coming into the villa. So one can naturally assume that she has had a bit of a bit of a fun roller coaster with said ex, because... According to my understanding, he's definitely in his 20s. So with that being said, we don't know if this is like a mini, uh, I don't want to say predator because that's not right, but just the age gap already. We can see that Gemma has in fact gone for older men and I just, I'm worried for her because we, we clearly know, or we have to know that it probably didn't end right, right? Or else her the audio snippet, she wouldn't have sound so... Uh, yeah she threatened almost like she doesn't sound good she's actually like frazzled yes i am trying to okay so he is 23 so we know that Gemma turned uh 19 in may so a year and a half ago Mm -hmm. she would have been a year and a half ago she would have been probably 17 17 i've just looked it up yeah. Jack O'Neill is 23. He just turned 23. So he would have been 21. Um. Yeah. And a 21 and a 17-year-old, that's a pretty strange dynamic, pretty bad uh, dynamic in U.S. standards. I'm not sure... I'm not sure if in the UK that's something that's like frowned upon or questioned. I have seen a lot Perhaps of, it's like a cultural difference. I have seen a lot of Europeans defend age gaps. Um, and... Uh, maybe stand behind legality as opposed to morality. But I will say, at least for mm-hmm. us, two American gals, um, personally, 
I don't think that it's an appropriate relationship to pursue a 17-year-old girl. And we don't even know how long they dated, okay? I think she said... Exactly. I think she said her, like... Okay, she said her last relationship was, like, a year and a half ago. But we don't know how long they dated. So she could have actually been maybe 16 when they met, and he could have been 20. But regardless, like, for us, that would mean she's maybe a junior, maybe a sophomore in high school, going out with somebody who's about to graduate college. college, for sure. Um, So I don't think that's appropriate at all. I don't like that Love Island is now bringing this dynamic into the villa. I mean, she's older and hopefully wiser now. Um, Hopefully the relationship wasn't so bad that it's going to be triggering for her. But I just don't think that that's avoidable. I mean, here's the thing, though. We know that he's probably going to go for Paige. Because Paige and Gemma both look very uh, similar. Yes, they They're look both, so much alike. You know, white brunettes. Yes. And I and definitely, you know, when you're dating someone, you have a type, I would like to say. And I think that her ex is probably going to choose Paige over Athia, unfortunately. But I'm curious to see how that's going to play out I am I'm just going to say this briefly but I feel like Luca might feel some type of way with Paige looking so happy with Gemma's ex and I think that'll be interesting to see it's either that or Gemma might reconsider might reconsider the relationship with said ex so let's see how that unfolds really interesting square I think you're 100% right I think he's going to gun straight for Paige um I mean, I you know, I say all of this, but I am, like, I wish it was under slightly, cer- like, different circumstances because I am happy Love Islands is bringing back exes. It's been a really long mm-hmm. time since they've done this. The last time they did this was um, season four in Casa Amor with Jack, which I thought was really crazy mm-hmm. because... Um, because the him and Jan, uh, him and Danny were so strong, and Love Island was like, okay, let's fuck with the strongest couple, which they haven't done in years. Right. They usually just let the strongest couple like, like scrape by unscathed, write it um, out. But the last time they brought a ex like very seriously into the mix to be with like the OG cast like in the villa, I feel like it might have been season two. I want to say maybe season three. I don't think it was season three. Did you hear that phone? Anyways. <laughs> um, so it's been a really long time. You guys, Val is in a haunted cabin right now in Woodstock. Let's all give her her thoughts and I prayers. Know. I actually have to go soon, so I'll just wrap it up really quick. But yeah, I am excited to see <laughs> what the dynamic is of an ex being in the villa. Um, I think it's going to be really crazy. And I'm excited at the level I agree of drama. With you. It's going to be on X Games mode. I'm super excited for it. I'm like already popping popcorn for when you and I are live tweeting. It'll be super fun to see. And let's I don't know. I'm hoping for the best though. I want my, I want Paige to stay. I hope that she's okay. I hope that she finds at least some entertainment out of Jack and we'll see from there. Um you heard it here first, but we're also not surprised. We definitely think Afia is going to go home. Uh, she will not be here by the time we load next Saturday. Not at so. all. And not at all. But, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you know, that brings us to the end 
of this week's Villa Birds. Thank you, everybody, for being here, chatting with us about all the happenings in the Villa. I'm so excited to see what happens next week. I think we already have a pretty good main cast, and I think the drama mm-hmm. for this week was pretty good. I mean, it's definitely not like a week four level of drama, but nope. for first week, I think this is our best first week since um, season five. Definitely better than season six and seven. Um, yeah, yes. 100%. So, while, no, cut that really quick. Really quick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, all right, what are you going to say? In the meantime, until we see each other again, all of us here on Villa Birds, yes. you can catch us on the social media, guys, okay? I know I say this every week, but I have to repeat it. I say it at the top of the episode, and I have to say it at the bottom of the episode, okay? We only see each other on Spotify and on podcast platforms twice a week. But you can find us other places. For example, you can find us on Instagram, where we post clips from our podcast. We update our stories. We have polls. We chat, whatever. That would be at Little Birds. We also are on TikTok. I'm super committed to recapping every day in the Love Island Villa. That is also at Villa Birds. So if you just so happen to miss an episode of Love Island and you need a quick recap because you're not around a TV or a computer, head over to our TikTok on your mobile devices. Come on, you can do that anywhere. And lastly, we're on Twitter and we fucking live stream or live tweet on Twitter for every episode. So if you need a friend to turn to to be like, can you believe that even happened? And you have none. No offense to you. You can just meet up with us on Twitter and we'll be talking about Love Island right when it's happening. And that is at Villa Birds Pod. Okay? Okay. Go follow us. Yes, and with that, we are crushing it on Twitter. We are crushing it, or I guess Val is crushing it on TikTok. And we are both on Insta. Give us a follow. We are growing. We are excited to keep talking. Val mentioned this before, but we are hooked on this season of Love Island, you guys. So we would love to hear your opinions. Slide into our DMs, except if you're random porn (laughs) accounts, please don't. But with that, thank you. And goodbye. Thank you, goodbye. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>